You're listening to Aligned and Unfiltered with Daniela, Demi, and Ness. We're making spirituality real, raw, and relatable. Yay! Hey, everyone. Hello. Hi, guys. <gasps> you guys, we have a new voice. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Who is it? <laughs> Welcome, Caldi. Yay. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, what a vibe. So exciting. Caldi, you're actually our first official guest. Thank you. I'm honored. Because we had Andy that time, but that was such a. Yeah, we threw him in the deep end. We really did. And he was such a good sport. He really was. (laughs) He did well. He did well. Great guest. Yay. So, Caldi, I'm borrowing this off another podcast, um, The Organic. What's it called? Organic Olivia podcast, which I love. It would be great if you could sign in with your sun, moon and rising sign so that we can scope you out a bit better. Oh, scope. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So my sun is a Pisces. My moon is a Scorpio. So very emotional. And my rising is Virgo. I I feel like I've said this to you before, Daniela. Caldi, you're like the most Pisces person I know. Oh, I'm going to take that as a compliment. Oh, it's such a compliment. I love it. I love it. Or free-flowing. And we were just saying before, like, you can tell that you're a Scorpio moon because of your eyes. Which is is news to me. I've never heard that before. When, seriously, if someone tells you that they have a Scorpio sun, moon or rising, look at their eyes. You can tell. So Dems is saying that there's an intensity to the eye. Yeah, there's depth in their eyes. Like, there's... and. I know that everyone has depth in their eyes, but you can just tell like when someone has like a like big Scorpio in their chart, you can tell when they're like by looking at them. That's so interesting. So interesting. I'm going to look in everybody's yeah. eyes. <laughs> yeah, that eye contact. Oh my God, because it's Scorpio season, right? Yeah. So whoever has a birthday. Oh, oh, me ask. I'm like, I don't know who. Okay, so who has a birthday this month? Interesting. Yeah, I'm going to look into all of their photos. Yeah. You know, just stalking <laughs> on Facebook and checking out the all eyeballs. their eyes. Love yeah. it. Thanks, Love my it. Scorpios. And you can also tell as well, especially when people have Scorpio moons, they... And I know, again, I know everyone feels deeply, but like Scorpios weren't, didn't come here to fuck around. Like they're very, very deep. I came here to rip shit up. Yeah, exactly. Love that. Exactly. And Virgo rising is really interesting considering like Virgos are like the healers of the, yeah, healers of the, what do you call it? The Zodiac and very much to do with the body. I had no idea. I'm learning so so much from Demi. Oh my gosh. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. So I have a Virgo North node. So that's like kind of the energy that I need to be learning and tapping into this lifetime for myself. So like as in healer for yourself? Healing healing within or healing collectively? Both. Mm. Both. And isn't it interesting you being a Virgo son, Daniela, Mm. and you're so interesting in teaching women about their cycles and how to tune into their body. Right. Isn't it interesting? That is. Astro with Demi, it is a vibe. Oh, <laughs> learn <laughs> something you. every time. <laughs> oh my God, that should be a segment. Astro oh. with Demi. Oh yeah. my God, that's so much pressure, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, cancel that. We went. <laughs> Maybe one day. <laughs> Maybe a one-off. <laughs> this is the one-off. <laughs> yeah, this is the one-off, guys. All right, cool. So... That actually is a nice little segue into the first question we have for you. And Oof. that is, what started you on this journey to support others in their healing? Uh, okay, hold on. Mm-hmm. I'm interjecting. Go for it. Love Why it. don't you share for a second what your what type of healing you yeah, do? Yeah, good, good one. <laughs> okay. I'm just assuming that everyone knows you. <laughs> okay. So, it's really funny because when you talk about healing, I still struggle with finding the words to talk about it because it is such yeah. a mystical realm. Mm-hmm. It really is. Um, the type of healing that I practice is called theatre healing, um, which is all about subconscious mind work. So you go into that theatre brainwave, which is the brainwave just before you fall asleep, and it's that brainwave and that energy of taking you into the nothingness, taking you into the quantum field where change can be made instantaneously. Um, But you're not only working with the subconscious mind, you get taught how to work with your past lives, with your ancestors, with your soul contracts, with um, like on a history level, on a core level, and there's so many awesome things that 
you get taken through. Um, and my favourite part is the intuitive anatomy part of it all as well. So you um, go into body readings, like learning how to truly do a body scan on someone, being able to see their anatomy and what's going on in their anatomy. Man, that's cool. So fucking cool. cool. It's really cool. (laughs) And again, like talk to me five years ago, I'd be like, bro, what are you talking about? But um, having now seen the things that I have seen and experienced, you can't unlearn that. Mm. You just – you literally can't. Um, And I love hearing the emotions of the body. I find it so funny. Um, And, again, that's something that we get to learn. So if someone comes up to me like you, Demi, and you're like, oh, my ankle – Mm. I can automatically hear what your ankle is saying. And it's really funny. What is it, my ankle like, saying? What? Did you hear something before? This is so cool. Yeah, but then I try – because then it's energetic boundaries, right? Okay, so okay. then I try okay. not to, like, yeah. get into those boundaries. <laughs> oh Demi, give God. her your permission so no, we can you, find you actually have my permission. Well, it was just like I'm running too fast. Oh, bro. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> oh, my God. And the last few weeks have been, like, a clusterfuck. Yeah, that's so true. It's so cool. And like, you know, my girlfriend messaged me the other day and she was like, my, my, my neck just did a thing. What's it saying? And I'm like, well, whatever you're doing right now is literal pain in your neck. She's like, I'm doing my taxes. Oh. And I was like, yeah, stop that doing is your a taxes. Pain. That is a pain. Oh, my God. So, yeah, it's just really interesting. Like the body can be quite funny. Well, I think the relationship that I have with the body is really funny. You like having fun. Yeah, that's I your, like having fun spirit. with that. I yeah. like mixing the fun um, in the healing that I do. So if you're in one of my healing sessions, you know that there's either a lot of swearing or <laughs> a lot of Keeping it real. humor that comes through um, mm. at the same time. Oh, awesome. I love that. It's a vibe. So fun. It makes me automatically want to explore. Just hearing you speak, it's like, ooh. Because how much – we can learn so much from the communication of our body, right? So much. Mm. It is literally saying everything. Everything. Talking all the time. And, do you know, it's really interesting about, like, the relationship with our minds and our body. Something that I heard the other day, which I was like, oh, my God, is that our – it's not that our organs don't function as well as they're meant to be functioning. It's they, they basically do everything that our brain tells it to do. So if there's something like not happening, not, I can't find the right words here, but like if there's something not working in your body properly, that organ or that part of your body is doing what it's brain, like what the brain is telling it to do, which just Mm. goes to show how powerful our mind is when it comes to our body, like just wild. Yeah. And then that's all, from your emotions. Yeah, exactly. Because it's heart and mind speaking to each other and then your body's literally just responding to mm. that. Mm. Oh it's gosh. crazy. Oh, I absolutely love Fascinating. it. Fascinating. It's so fun. I mean, I could go on for so long. I just love this world. You're oh. welcome to. It is so fun. <laughs> I love it. It is so Harry Potter. I just keep bringing it back to Harry Potter because I love Harry Potter. But it's like, <laughs> I mean, real life Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what got you into learning about theatre healing? So what got me into it was my own journey. So I had thyroid cancer in 2017, so what's that? Maybe five or six years ago now. And I thought I was a really healthy person-ish, but at the same time, I guess I was also always really sick and everyone would be like, you're always sick, you always have a cold, you always have this, you always have that, Um, in which I did, but then I also thought I did eat healthy and all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So then that's when I was like, hmm, how was I 27 years old and ended up developing cancer? Um, considering that I would go to the gym and I would eat healthy. And then that's when I discovered energy healing and that it's actually all around emotions. Mm-hmm. And hand on heart, my emotions were everywhere. Um, just growing up definitely everywhere suffered from depression um and a lot of other things and especially at the time when I did have cancer I was in a relationship where I was not able to express mm. at all so and I didn't even and that's know right th- where your throat chakra is yeah, yeah. But I didn't even know what throat chakra meant back then if you said throat chakra I would have been like eh? yeah who are you what do you, what's that what is that mm. um but also you know being in a family the youngest um of five 
again, never was able to express or taken mm. seriously. Mm. So I would always have these issues in the throat come up mm. and then eventually that developed into cancer. Mm. So it was really cool to then kind of go down that path to be like, okay, well, why? And then that's how the universe delivered me to moving in with someone who was a theatre healing teacher. Oh, cool. I didn't know this. This is like a rabbit hole. Wow. I know. That literally is such a rabbit hole. It's so like absolutely wild. So wild. So then I moved in with this girl. Her name's Nicole. God bless her. I actually have done a theatre healing session with Nicole years and years ago. She's great. Amazing. Fabulous. Great, great teacher. And um, yeah, one day she was like, can I do a session on you? And I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> and after that session, um, long story short, it was around my father. I didn't have a great relationship with my father at all. And it was all around him. And three days later, I get a phone call from my dad, which again, I don't get phone calls from him. Never mm. really received a call. And he apologised for everything that he's ever done. Mm. Out of nowhere. Oh my God, I have goosebumps. I know. This is post-theta? Yeah, my very first session. Right. And I was like, uh, Nicole. I came home <laughs> bawling my eyes out. I was like, Nicole. And she's like, yeah, because you just had your theta session. And what was all that about? And I was like, oh, my God, is this how it works? Because I had no wow. idea how all of it worked. Bro. And wow. that just shows that when you start to heal that energy and you yeah. uncover the energy, then things like that have to come to the surface for it to heal. Mm. Um, and the fact that I got that phone call from him and he apologised was the most healing thing that I've ever gotten. Like reflecting on that in the moment, I was obviously still like in trauma. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was confused. But now that he's passed on and to be able to say that I did receive that call, I'm like, wow. Yeah, wow, wow. that's like big. That me- that's huge. Mm. Um yeah, so long story short, that is what got me into it. So oh then when that happened, that was really cool evidence because I feel like as humans, our body, is our ego needs that evidence. So it was sure. really cool to see that come through. And then that just got me addicted. Um, the next one that we did together, I ended up breaking up with my boyfriend two days later. Mm. And I was like, oh, awesome. So, yeah, then I ended up learning – um, the modality and I now teach it and that is yeah oh my god so really it was like starting to peel back the layers of what was blo- blocking your throat chakra literally right. literally yeah that is wow. so interesting yeah what a big way for your body to showcase that blockage how interesting is that and what Huge. a what a journey that it's taken you on because the person that you are now is so different it sounds to who you were prior so different and a lot of people it's really cool you know you've got your old world new world people yeah and oh I like that I oh I'm stealing that yeah yeah that's great but don't discount the old world people god bless them they got you yeah, on the journey absolutely. but it's really cool to hear them say or or like yeah literally say you look different you sound mm. different you are different and we love this version of you you look so much happier we mm. love that you're able to express more and just you know, you have more energy, you have more fire, you you look happier. I love that. That's a and really beautiful like, thing to receive. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> awesome. Wow. So is that how you ended up like healing your thyroid? Like what, what was that process? So that ended up having to be, because I didn't know, because mm. um, this was before. Yeah, so that was all before. That was that year before. Okay. So I got the thyroid removed, but then what they don't tell you after is the repercussions of what happens when you no longer have a thyroid. Again, someone that was so blind to, to it all didn't really realise. What other so repercussions? Then, like well, your thyroid is literally your body regulator and it's your immune system regulator as mm-hmm. well. So it's your weight, it's your concentration, it's your brain fog, it's your energy it's, it's really important well for your hormones right yeah it's your hormones which again asked me back then I didn't even know what hormones were mm. um everything absolutely everything like wow it's linked to a lot I did not know this your bones even because they're linked to your parathyroid which is all about your calcium right so all of these things then kept on happening 
um, to my body and I was like, what is going on? Like for years. Mm. Um, so then to answer your question, it wasn't really about healing the cancer through that because I had already gone through that, but it gotcha. was then healing the symptoms mm. gotcha. of what I was experiencing mm. from not having a thyroid through energy healing. Right. So working with the root. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh my God. Root cause. So cool. Wow. That is cool. What a freaking journey. Yeah, it's yeah. It's been really cool, really interesting. Um, and just seeing the changes in my body over the past couple of years has been really fun to witness because you're like, wow, is this all it takes? Mm. Like, is literally this all it takes? And then you get this, like, fuel on you to be like, I need to tell the whole world that you can <laughs> heal your body with your mind and it's that easy and you don't actually need medicine. And, you know, there is definitely a place for yeah. Yeah. medicine and doctors and all of that and God bless them all because, you know, they've kept me alive. Um, but there is definitely a place for being able to heal yourself and to prevent yourself from getting that far down the track mm. yeah for sure to so disease and illness the balance of both right mm. yeah yeah mm. how cool right awesome so <sighs> love it would you say that that was your awakening 100 percent, 100 percent, 100 percent. how old did you say you were 27 27 so saturn 28 return. saturn return yeah. right before your saturn like, return yeah Bruh. yeah shadowing yeah. Oh man, it was the coolest year that of my is life. Intense. So wow. much shit went down that year. Yeah, that I can't even explain. Do you know where your Saturn is in your chart? No. Okay, we'll talk about that okay. later. Okay. Oh my god, I'm wild. so curious now. <laughs> wild. <laughs> wild. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was an absolute wild year, for sure. Oh my god, that sounds intense. Yeah. So when's the next one? At 36, right? I don't know. What is, is it every nine years? No, eight every 28 years. It goes in nine year cycles though, but it's the whole the whole Saturn return is every twenty twenty eight twenty nine years. Mm, but wild. then you you have like the shadow phase before and the shadow phase after mm. as well. So it 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 feels like a few years. Mm. Yeah, it's a different for all. I think we've got an app on this. If anyone's curious, yeah, that was your birthday app last year. So like episode three, you got to scroll back. <laughs> you got to scroll back. <laughs> oh, okay. So you okay? So that was your awakening. How have your spiritual practices shifted between then and now? That's so such yeah. a broad question. Yeah, but yeah, then there was no no spirituality. I was very. <laughs> Um, coming in a very Catholic family and we had mm. huge, um, a huge mural of Jesus on our wall and my dad helped and served in the church and all of that and I was like, I'm atheist. I don't believe in anything mm. uh, and was very strong in mm. that belief probably up until my spiritual awakening. Um, so I had no practice at all, was not conscious. Mm. Um so then I guess now it is, yeah, hugely different. I mean, there's the actual practices in which you carve out time to do. So your morning meditations that I now will do every morning. Um, every day I will do a theatre healing on myself pretty much in every moment. If I identify a limiting belief or if I hear myself say something or if I feel something in my body, I know how to instantly shift that. So mm. I'm always practicing that how cool um mm. yeah really cool but then it even extends just to I guess being more conscious and mindful so going for a bush walk is a completely different experience for me now I'm not just walking in the bush I'm walking and then talking to every tree and seeing what tree might need my assistance or what they can do for me or do you know how I told you before that you're the most Pisces person I know yeah. this is what I'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> I love it it's so fun so yeah it's really cool because now even just the everyday normal stuff um even with my food I'll talk to my food and I'll bless my food and I'll thank it and I will you know if I'm eating chicken I will really go back to that the source of that chicken and thank it and bless it um so it's just everyday practices that are continuously shifting and changing for me mm. and I can definitely say that I am not now is this the Pisces in me it must be the Pisces in me 
I'm not disciplined and I'm not structured. That's the Pisces in me. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. And I remember on the beginning of the journey, I was very much like, what do you, like, what am I meant to be doing? Like, am I meant to be doing this on a full moon? Am I meant to be meditating this way? Am I meant to be having crystals and do I need to wash And we crystals? all go through that. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. It's like it's kind a, of an event. New. Yeah. 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 And I was never a writer as well. So I'm like, I'm not writing stuff in journals. Mm. Like, is that bad? I'm not, like, writing my manifestation list. I'm just, like, talking out loud to the moon. Like, mm. is that wrong? Um, and you kind of get really overwhelmed. Yeah. So in terms of practices as well, I just – I very much flow in that mm. and I don't have discipline in that. So yeah. what I might do one month or one day, I w- might not do that in the next day. And it's all about exploration. Cause I think that's beautiful. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because you're working with what resonates with you in the moment and because we shift and change so frequently, so frequently. in what feels aligned and what doesn't, that moving with what feels good is always going to be better serving. So I think that makes more sense for everyone to be flexible and yeah, yeah, and to create space for it to be whatever the fuck it needs to. Mm. Literally, whatever Mm. the f it needs to. Yeah, because too much discipline in a space of spiritual practice, no fun. Like no fun. No, no. No, It It just feels like a big cock block. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. It, it feels like it's stripping away that goodness. Yeah. And I, I guess as well, it just really takes getting to like getting an understanding of how you work. Mm. If you worked well with discipline and having structure to your practices and you didn't do it, you'd be able to feel a difference of maybe that's what I should be doing. But if you're saying, oh, I should be doing it just because it's what you think everyone yeah. else is doing, that doesn't really work. Yeah. Like I know I actually thrive with structure but that's just me if I don't have structure I feel like I'm not here on earth I think it's the ability to have like in your case structure but then still be open for flexibility and it's that that learning that learning of what balance works within you exactly right yeah Mm. and then I'm just going to put another nugget on top of that that. because it was about your spiritual practices right Mm. and I'm also coming to this stage of a spiritual practice might also not just be meditating or talking to the trees or anything mm. like that. Like a spiritual practice can be anything because everything is spiritual. Exactly. Because we're living is a spiritual like living practice. is a spiritual practice. Yeah. So really detaching from yeah. it needing to be something conscious and mindful yeah. and woo woo and just like maybe me watching an episode of Grey's Anatomy before bed, maybe ten episodes before bed. <laughs> um, <laughs> Is my practice oh, too. why not? Yeah. Well, we came here to be human. Mm, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So I'm really curious as to, okay, so pre-awakening, you were atheist, didn't believe in everything, anything. And then you got, you had your awakening, you got introduced to all this. How, like, was that not the most confusing thing ever? Like, I'm just thinking like, I'm like, how the fuck would I navigate that? Like that, like your whole world being turned upside down, all your, all your beliefs being turned upside down. How did you deal with that? I'm still dealing. Yeah. <laughs> um, world mm. is shook. World world completely shook. And it was really interesting actually this year when I went to Lebanon. I was mm. literally about to ask you. I'm like, bring it up, bring it up, bring <laughs> <Yeah>. it up. <laughs> when I went to Lebanon and this came up even in a reading after Lebanon that I did uh, with Kat. So the, the Christ consciousness in Lebanon is huge, right? And even that, so if I go backwards, the introduction to my spiritual awakening taught me about universe, source and Mm. all of that, right? Mm. So very broad, very, very Mm. woo-woo. Going to Lebanon, it's Christ consciousness and it's God. And the feeling that that had in my body and in my cells, I can't even explain it. So it was like that was a different level. Can you explain that for people who like may – What's the word? Like may not – If it's new. May, yeah, if it's new, if, it's if, new. They, if they're not familiar with that. Christ consciousness? Christ consciousness. It's a whole deeper level of love and feeling at home and completely safe in the arms of the universe. Mm. Oh, that is a beautiful way of explaining that. Mm, I love that. 
I love yeah. that. Yeah. And a whole new level of gratitude to just simply be alive and to breathe and a level of gratitude and heart connection between you and your family and you and the rock or you and what you're eating. Like it just – it amplifies the level of unconditional love that I had felt and operated on mm. for those prior years before tenfold. So when – so pre, pre-Lebanon pre trip, you were referring to – you were saying, I noticed this as soon as you came home, you were talking about God and stuff like mm. that and you were referring to God directly, whereas before it was universe. So what shifted that for you? Like, can you talk about yeah. that? Can you talk about that process? Like what happened? Yeah. And it's so interesting, right? Um, when you go to Lebanon, it's, again, really interesting because everyone there is talking about God. Yeah. And I was really kind of taken back because I was like, is it God or is it source or is it creator? And it was like this internal like, oh, my gosh, what is going on? And um, when you go there, everyone has statues at the front of their house of Jesus or Mary mm. or St. Charbel. Mm. And there's so many prayers, uh, not prayers, there's so many churches, churches on all the hills. There's so many yeah. crosses everywhere. And, and each have their own story. Like something happened at every single one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it just, it takes you to a whole new level um, that you're like, there is something deeper than, how do I say this? Just, not just source, but just source. And it was a feeling. It's like you can't explain it, you have to feel it. Because mm-hmm. if someone tried to explain it to me, just like if they had tried to explain energy and healing without me experiencing it they wouldn't have understood Mm, that's fair so it's definitely the feeling inside your bones and inside your cells um that you need to feel because words just simply can't explain it and Mm. i would have never yeah again if someone spoke to me about it i would not have picked up on that yeah um but what was really interesting was when i was on top of the mountain one of the days Jesus came to me and was like literally standing by my side and I ended up just bawling my eyes out and I was like I am so sorry I am so so sorry for like never believing in you and for like dissing you and for dissing your existence and being so lost and confused and all of that right and I had this huge breakdown around it and it was hard because it was like, wow, how did I live so much of my life disconnected and out of faith and not believing? This is a bit of a personal question, but was that your way of like rebelling because you didn't have a voice when you were younger? Yeah, it was my way of rebelling because um, my father was quite quite strict mm. and I didn't have – God bless, but I had a good upbringing, but yeah, also at the same time, no. Yeah. So um, – in my mind, I was like, if there was a God, why am I experiencing this? Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of trauma as yeah. to me rejecting the God concept. Yeah. Because I was like, how, how, how can there be God if this is going on, if I'm getting beaten and all of this stuff? I was like, mm. that, that does not make sense to me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was really beautiful to then now come full circle around it and mm. to have that Jesus experience and to truly have him by my side and be like, that's okay, that's okay, that's okay. And then when I went into the Cedar Forest, so the Cedar Forest, if someone doesn't know, is a beautiful forest that um, Jesus did his walks through in Lebanon. And I got stopped by a tree and I literally got blown away by this tree, like physically off my feet. I was like, what just happened? What do you mean? Seriously, like, like physically blown away what? By a tree. Like full body movement? Full body movement. I went up to the tree. I heard stop, so I stopped. I went up to the tree and the energy was so strong that my body literally physically moved back. That and is I was wild. like, what, the that is, what wild. is going on? And I just heard the tree say to me, you have a seat in God's house. Oh, my God. And I was like, okay, what does that mean? And then it was like, that was it. And then this is when all of this started to truly unfold. Yeah. 
Um, and then when I did my reading with Kat the next week, she's like, oh, by the way, Jesus is here and he's saying he forgives you. And I was like, what? Wow. Whoa. <laughs> what? Because even you, I remember you sharing that, that moment that that happened, just the journey to get to the cliff, yeah. the isolation of the moment. You had no technology. No one knew where you were. You'd walked for like hours. It, it was a whole experience. Like it was a whole moment. Yeah. And you read about this stuff in books, right? Where it's like so-and-so journeyed to blah, blah, blah. And in that moment of complete isolation and disconnection, they open themselves up to receive in a big way. And that sounds like, like a fucking massive way of receiving. You just oh explained God. that so beautifully. Oh, thank you. Oh, my <laughs> God. I'm shook. I'm shook. I'm so shook. Um. Yeah, did that answer your question? Wait, can yeah. we go back to the tree? Because yeah, that's tree. Like, yeah, so we're like not done with that. Tree. Yeah, like. <laughs> so for anyone that doesn't know me, also, by the way, I used to hate trees. Really? Really? Pre-spiritual awakening. I used Stop to be like, because a spider's going to drop on me. I can't go for a walk. Blah, blah. Really? This is how asleep I was. That is insane. And like, I never saw the beauty in trees. That's so weird to me because whenever I see a tree, I'll be like, oh, Cowdy would love this. <laughs> right. Like you, I associate you with with trees. So the fact that you had a hatred for them is wild. Oh I, can, I can't imagine that version of you. That's so interesting. Isn't that like – and it just goes to show how much you can expand – Mm. and oh, grow yeah. and evolve and I think yeah. it's beautiful it's so beautiful and god bless that girl that disliked the trees because yeah there's too much <laughs> too, too much, much nature in them <laughs> too much nature in them the spider's gonna drop someone can hide behind a tree and jump out at me at any time well maybe oh she's a gosh. marker she's a marker of yourself to show just how much growth you've had mm. so like mm. that version of you exists as that marker in time to say hey like stop and just look at how much has changed and and have gratitude for that journey because the growth is just wild insane absolutely wild yeah so yeah about that tree that huge tree yeah so um i then got one of the girls to um tune into the tree as well Uh, she's also a theater healing teacher and just a very powerful being and i was like can you just tune into this tree for me and so she tunes in and she's like so this tree is the master tree it's the master communicator and is the absolute source connection to this whole forest. Oh, my God. You Up found the God. one fucking tree in the forest that that was, like, the main dude. Right. That was the main <laughs> dude. And I was like, oh, my God. Um, and then I explained what happened and she was like, yeah, that makes sense. It would be this tree. And I was like, what? How? Okay. But even sure. how cool is that conversation? Like, it's not often that you come past someone who's like, yeah, like, that. it totally makes sense. You, <laughs> you were flung across the freaking forest by a tree. Like, how cool is oh that? God, it was so <laughs> cool. That she was there. so funny. Oh, the way it all unfolded was absolutely wild. And then also in that reading um, with Kat, it was really cool because she took me back to a lifetime where I was in that Jesus lifetime Mm. and where I would walk with Jesus to heal the land before he would get there and that I have been to the cedars before in that time Mm. and so that's why that's also why that energy was really strong man because that timeline is completely open for me to tune into because that's where a lot of my soul fragments are I'm sure or I have like can we talk about your name Yes, that is literally what was yeah. on my mind. I'm like, that <laughs> is the next topic of conversation. Because there's, there's a re- like there is clearly a reason why in this lifetime you have gone through the journey of being completely disconnected and rebelling against the idea of having that connection to faith in the way that you do now to going through all of the things, going through the journey and then opening yourself up to that Christ consciousness to God, that connection to Jesus, etc., and also making the connections at its past life base. Mm. So, and your name, there's so much to that. Mm. I just feel like there is so much here. Yeah, can you talk about that? <laughs> All right. So, my name is Kaldi. So, for a lot of people, are like, what? How do you even say that? What is that? So, Kaldi is. So, we're a people. We're the Chaldeans. The Chaldeans are the Christian Catholics of Iraq. 
um, which are the descendants from the Babylonian times, mm-hmm. so the Sumerians. And they were the, um, yeah, lived in Babylon, lived in Iraq and all of that Holy Land yeah. times. And Deep connection there. Yeah. Yeah. Deep connection. Yeah. Um, huge connection to, again, like Jesus' times and the words in which we speak, the language uh, and all of that. How cool. Mm. Yeah, it's really cool. So there's like a lot of history in the name and in the in the culture. Mm-hmm. Um, so as a young one living in Australia and again someone who had rejected their religion, rejected culture and rejected mm. their being even, I was always reject- rejecting my name mm. um, to the point where I changed my name at about – 25 years old to my middle name which is Amelia and that was a whole rejection of self and I think that was the whole part of you know rejecting Christ and anything else that meant anything in this world so when I then came onto the spiritual journey and actually started to heal those wounds heal the wounds of my parents and heal the wounds of my ancestors I then became closer and closer to my name and I started to see the beauty in my name and what that actually meant mm-hmm. and then I learned that you choose your name before you come here yeah absolutely oh. wild like that is Goosebumps. so wild who like come on guys we get to choose our names what do you mean mm. so I was like all right oh I my did God. not know that I've never thought about that you chose your you, name. You choose everything. You choose, you choose your birth chart. You choose your parents. You choose Wild. your siblings. So choose everything. And your name has a vibration as well. Mm. So then um, last year, last year, I think it was last, last year, year, beginning of last year, yeah. I changed my name That's back. when I met you. Yeah. Because you had just changed your name. Like just. Your no, handle it, had just changed. Because I was, was like, before. is it Amelia? It was bef- it was I remember when you came to our two 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 event. Yeah. It that you came as Amelia. I'm almost positive you came as Amelia because I I knew you as Amelia. Same. And then when you changed your name back and started like you know, I was just like even looking at you now you're not Amelia. Yeah, I that doesn't it, it doesn't yeah. make sense. It actually to doesn't me. make sense to me either. Yeah. I love wow. it. So wild. So, yeah, so literally last, last year, year I changed it back to Kaldi because uh, I was like, nah, my soul chose that. I'm proud. I'm now proud. And I think it's yes. so awesome to give that gift to myself to be proud of my heritage mm. and my being and, you know, of myself even. And it's like okay to say that too because, I mean, For sure. I could never yeah. have said that before. Yeah, um, of course. That unhealed version of me. Mm. But now I'm like, no, I'm proud. Yeah. Um. There's so much representation there as well. You're the only Chaldean person I've ever met, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so then when I started to embody her and I stepped into her, that's when I officially opened my healing business and started being the practitioner of the healing work, which was Mm. really cool. And then um, since then, so many more messages have come through about my name the vibration of my name, why I chose the name, the purpose of it. Oh, well, can like share with the class? I'm curious <laughs> if you're comfortable. <laughs> yes. So, and again, a lot of this has been slowly, slowly unfolding through different modalities or healings or through Lebanon or readings or whatever it might be, meditations. And essentially it is, I'm here to keep the name of the Chaldeans alive and the teachings of the Chaldeans alive. Mm. And the Chaldeans were known as the natural healers, as the philosophers and as the astrologists. And my goodness. They had all the tools just through the heavens and the earth to help heal themselves. (laughs) That's so cool. Isn't it? And to um, keep that connection with God. And the most cowdy thing I've ever heard. Literally. (laughs) And very much about using heaven and earth. Yeah. Yeah. Together. So my my mission is to to yeah, keep the practices and the the tools and the teachings of um of them alive because there's not many more Chaldeans left in the world, unfortunately. Um so I literally am here to keep the name alive. Goosebumps. Literally. Literally. Yeah. 
literally. Oh yeah. my god, that's insane. Oh, massive goosebumps. So that's huge. I'm now like, okay, so tell me the teaching. Also, come how fun. on, like what that sounds mean? fun. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm right. excited. So I'm really yeah. excited to now go down that journey of exploring more around what those teachings are and what they can mm. bring through. Um, particularly these, it was like, I mean, they're around like 600 BC. Yeah, and so it's like what did they know like even their birthing mm. processes their healing processes um their manifestation processes oh i'm all so curious that. yeah wow so apparently now my dad is on the other side here to guide me to anything that i need to know mm-hmm. which i'm like awesome that let's is so do interesting. it and hopefully fingers crossed have my first trip to iraq next year yeah i was just about to oh, ask when's given, the journey yeah given yeah. the the state of how the yeah, land is yeah. at the moment yeah um but i'm still definitely praying to be able to go because mm. just to be on that land will be oh absolutely God. wild mm, yeah i imagine so but it's also knowing that i can tune into that without needing to physically be there yeah for yeah. sure yeah yeah. So that's kind of what I'm like starting to do and step into. Mm-hmm. Like a little intro before you get there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh my God. How cool. Wow. Oh my God. Oh, I love hearing people's stories. Same. It's so how? whack. It's <laughs> that's definitely your word. <laughs> it's word my of favorite the year. word, guys. It's whack. whack. It's just whack. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. Oh, that is so, so interesting. I had another question to ask you, but it's like slipped my mind now. Mm. And it hasn't come back yet. It'll it'll come back. It'll come back if it's um meant to. Oh my gosh, I don't. Yeah, I don't even have words. Yeah, I'm a bit blown. Yeah, and I mean, this is the thing. We obviously have known each other for what, like a year now. Mm. But when you sit down and you give space for someone's story to come through, it's so cool to see how deeply layered we are Mm. so many layers right that's why I continuously use the word whack or wild if you talk to me (laughs) like my two words whack (laughs) and wild whack and wild (laughs) (laughs) because again from someone that came from a very strong atheist like nope it is just us we live and we die and that's it to now this Mm. to having seen body parts heal and to have moved a pencil with my mind and to have created the things that I have created it's just like what (laughs) it's whack it's whack oh my god it's whack so what do you what do you feel I know you kind of answered this before but what are you feeling like super cool to work with other people on at the moment so a couple of things I'm really wanting to get people more attuned to their soul's imprint. Mm. So just like I was and how I really got to tune into my name and my being and my essence and what that vibration um, truly means. I want to give that gift to others so that they can truly come back to self as, you know. Love that. Um, goofy as that sounds, I think it is so important because there is so much wisdom. It does not sound goofy at all. No. Like not in the slightest. No. Just, yeah, yeah. There's so much wisdom inside of us and mm. um, there's also so much wisdom to be created at the same time too. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like there's this element and I've been tuning into this lately of, you know, we're also focused on, oh, my God, what did I do in my past life? What did I do then? Oh, my mm. God, she was so powerful. Well, why not do that in this life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that the next life you can be like, oh, my God, what did she do <laughs> about <laughs> this life that you're currently living right now? Yeah. Um, so that's a big one. And then also the physical healing. So teaching people how to heal their bodies through healing their minds and their emotions. Fun fact, guys, we're literally going to play this on my ankle yeah <laughs> after this recording session because my ankle is really sore and I think I might have fractured it but three weeks ago guys. three weeks ago <laughs> so we're going to be playing after we're literally going to heal Demi's ankle right here right now today yay, yay. I'm excited I'm excited too it's going to be so yeah fun. we were like hurry up let's record so we can play <laughs> <laughs> and yeah essentially like that's just the vision that I have for the future is to create spaces in whichever way that looks, so that we can all just heal. Mm. 
heal ourselves, heal each other and just play. Yeah. Uh, I love that you say play because it is like it's fun. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it's so fun. It's fun. Yeah. Like it's really fun. And I mean, if they were able to just create pyramids with their minds and do all of that kind of stuff with their minds, why are we not doing that? Yeah. Well, because we're conditioned not not to use our minds in that way mm. or at all. Yeah, true that. <laughs> like, yeah, at all. At all. <laughs> at all. And it's like I love chocolate cake, right? Mm. So if I have a chocolate cake, I want to multiply that into two chocolate cakes. <laughs> like I want to do this stuff. Yeah. I think it would just be so fun. It would be fun. I have a question. So you know how you were talking about um, connecting people with their soul blueprint? What does that process look like? Also, sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to be like client one. <laughs> okay, so it is, it's a bigger process than it sounds. Mm. I think what you need to first do is the unlearning, which is the healing work. Yeah. So it's unlearning all the conditioning and all the layers that are on top of you. And keeping you away from who you actually are. Yeah, mm. yeah, literally. And that's huge. Yeah, I imagine that would take quite a, like, chunky amount of, of time. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, well, I'm 34, 34. So imagine 34 years of energy. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Oh, my God. Oh I have my never God. thought of it like I have that. never thought of it like that. Literally, imagine 34 years of energy plus ancestors, lifetimes, yeah. genetics, rah, rah, rah. Yeah. Yeah. Rah. Oh, yeah. my God. That's so... Wow. Yeah, so that is whack. <laughs> See, slash <laughs> wild. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so then imagine trying to um, oh heal that in one session or unlearn oh that in yeah, one yeah, session. Yeah. No. Although in saying that, we've had a session before and I literally messaged Ness and Daniela after being like, I don't know what just happened, but I feel so fucking different. Like I feel like a different person right now after one session. So – yeah. So maybe not everything can be cleared, but a lot can be cleared. A lot but can also, be cleared. But also, like, you you would have done a lot of work prior to that to allow you to get to a stage to be able to clear that massive chunk in one yeah, session. True. Yeah, true. Like, if you're a newbie, yeah, it's not probably not going to happen. It's not. <laughs> exactly. And so then that's what it is. Everybody is different. Yeah. Every session is different. Every client is different. Um, but and also we resonate knowing to different a, things. Yeah. yeah. And just knowing that it's – it's all working as long as you have the faith that it is all working and it's like with energy healing it's not like a massage where you like walk out and you're like "Ooh, i feel better mm. i mean you do feel better because you always feel lighter you do feel different as yeah. you said you feel different um but it's the the unraveling of it mm. which yeah. is really cool to see yeah um so yeah going back to like that 34 years of layers you would then work to remove all of that to get you into the most purest state of I'm not going to say the nothing but of the nothing of just that beautiful white light that you are mm. and then it is tuning into that pure state to connect you up to the source of your white light which is obviously God mm. but going higher in well not higher because God is the highest but going up into that soul's truth and then just working with you in your purest form to truly identify your soul's truth so to a place where you feel that in every cell of your body as to what you're here for mm. and why you're here and just to learn more about yourself so I feel yeah. like that is so powerful because mm. when we crave clarity yeah right we really really crave clarity as humans so to have a modality that allows you to access that part of knowing in a way that's guided and safe and surrounded by love, that clarity will shift the way you approach your entire life. Mm. And I, I am assuming, because I haven't done it, but I will, <laughs> but I'm assuming that when you receive that clarity, it'll just feel like a giant weight is taken off your shoulders because you're like, oh, I, well, I know, like, it's fine. This is what I'm doing. Well, I even found that as someone who does have a lot of self-awareness, it just put a massive spotlight on my blind spots, mm. which I didn't know I had because my ego told me I didn't have any. <laughs> <laughs> but it's insane. And like I, I still get theta healings done by other theta healing practitioners mm. weekly. 
Mm. All the time. Because mm. there's 34 years, guys. Mm. Yeah, wow. 34 years of unlearning. Plus the other stuff. Plus the other stuff. Plus the stuff that accumulates in the now mm. too. Yeah. So mm. I think that is also a huge – actually, that's really great that you brought that up because it's a huge part of it. It's the continuous practice yeah. of it. It's not just a – One and done. One yeah. and done or I'm doing it for a couple of years and I'm done. Mm. It's a, no, this is, I am committed to the evolution of my soul and and nothing's going to stop me. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's I think it's that the, commitment. The healing journey is continuous. Like mm. you're, you're never, you're you're never, never healed. No, it's, it's a constant, yeah. it's a constant doing. Yeah. Mm. But not in an exhausting way because it's not like, because sometimes I've, I've listened to wording of things and it's like just because you're, consciously moving through your journey of healing let's call it that but whatever you want to call it it doesn't mean that you're actually doing all the time or you're attaching yourself to different modalities or like you're doing specific practices because it's not that it's not that Mm. so because I've just got this like in my mind I can like hear or feel overwhelmed yeah because it's like a fuck that sounds it's like a, a lot and it, that sounds but it's, it's not a full-time job that you're doing 24 no. 7 it's just like different ways of showing up for yourself along the way yeah yeah and it's it. not going to look the same every day yeah no yeah and it literally can even be going on a two-month trip not doing any healing but still learning so much yeah. about yourself yeah and discovering so much like yeah. it doesn't need to actually be the healing or whatever it might be it's so different to everyone and again like that's the beauty of it Mm. like we've all come here to be awakened differently Mm. by different people yeah through different experiences yeah and if you just surrender and allow that to happen for you and just know in your body what feels right for you and what is for you and what is not for you then you're sweet Mm. You'll get there. Yeah. No wrong or right. Everyone's journey is exactly as it should be. Exactly. Mm. And I think because that's a huge overwhelm, right? And I know when I started, um, I was like, oh, my God, what, is, is theatre the right thing? Like, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love – I definitely wholeheartedly always come back to theatre healing. And that's me knowing that that's part of my soul's calling, theatre yeah. healing. And I've tried other modalities. I also do practice angelic Reiki, which I love. And I'm going to start teaching next year because that's oh, fun. Oh, my gosh. Stop, that's really? play. Yeah. Okay, I'm excited. Yeah, that's play because that's playing with the angelic realm. And I love the angelic realm. I find them so fun. Um, and the galactic beings. So How cool. That's where my Harry Potter-esque again comes <laughs> in. <laughs> I love it. Um, maybe I'll have a sorting hat. Oh, my God. How fun. I'm Stop in. Stop it. Okay. This is going to be so cool. Daniela's <laughs> eyes are like bulging out of her head. <laughs> but for example, last night was the first time that I'd um, properly tried EFT tapping with Demi. And it's like there's so many awesome modalities. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There's so many awesome cool things to try. So it's, you know, if you are just starting on this journey, don't freak out. Don't attach to one thing. Just allow yourself to explore and just trust in the what feels good at yeah. the moment, mm-hmm. in the moment. Yeah. Because yeah. one day it might not be theatre. One day it might not be Reiki. It might just be, yeah. you know, something so simple. It allow might just be a sound be healing. Mm. Just be yeah. led. Explore. Yeah. Have fun. Do you know what I always – actually, and I still continue to do this, but something that I found really interesting was when I, like, first started on my healing journey, I set the intention – that I was going to find someone within the next few days that was going to like really, really support in like the massive unraveling that I needed in order to start. Mm. And I did within a few days. I think, I think within two days I got onto someone who like helped me massively. Oh, wow. Just by coincidence or not coincidence. I feel like I want to know more about that. (laughs) Yeah. I'll tell you later. Wow. Yeah. Wild. (laughs) <laughs> whack, whack. <laughs> <laughs> one final question before we wrap up hit me what is the coolest thing that you've manifested one of being the here things. right now no oh fun <laughs> i know seriously um this is definitely one of the coolest things i've manifested but i would have to say the ultimate coolest thing is um 
the most recent trip to the Maldives that I went on this year. Um, should I go through the, the That was yeah, wild. Yeah, go, through, yes. go through it. Go through yes. it because okay. it's a good story. Okay, <laughs> it's a good story. So there's this resort in the Maldives that I'm absolutely obsessed with and it's called Senevajani. And it's beautiful. It is one of those resorts where you've got the huge slide into the ocean. And who doesn't want to go to that? Like, how fun. So Very uh, lush. So lush. Absolutely yeah. lush. A beautiful, beautiful, also very sustainable, eco-friendly resort. Um, and I've always wanted to go there. But it's always been like, that's like $50,000 a night. I'm never going to be able to go there. What do you mean? So, um I'm sorry, what? <laughs> like, really? Yeah. That is that is wild to use your words. Yeah. Wow. I know. I, I know. didn't realise it was yeah, like, no, yeah, and nor did I. Okay. Yeah. Continue. This this makes the story even more juicy now. And I already thought it was juicy. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> right? Abundance can come in all different oh, forms. Yes. So um about a year February last year. And I only found this screenshot a couple of nights ago, actually. I took a screenshot of this villa in the Maldives of this property. Then fast forward to one year ago. November 12th. November 12th, where I went with the girls, so Ness, Demi and Danny um, and Lena, and we went to Abraham Hicks Art of Manifestation Workshop. And my mind was only on the Maldives. And I remember even Demi said to me, she remembers, <laughs> I was like – I'm going to the Maldives. And you said, I don't know how, but I'm going to be going soon. And I was like, cool. cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool. So then four days later, I'm in the car with my sister. And then my sister works in the travel industry and she gets a phone call. And they were like, hey, do you want to come to the Maldives? You've won this prize for being the best seller, the top seller of the Maldives. Do you want to come to the Maldives? And then bring your husband. She's got two kids. She can't bring her husband. So I'm sitting in the car with her and I'm like, Gloria, <laughs> Gloria, can I come? <laughs> Pick me. Pick me. Pick me. So then a few days later, she calls me and she's like, is this the phone call you've been waiting for? And I'm like, is it? <laughs> Stop. Is it? And she's like, you're going to come to the Maldives. I was like, what the f? You oh, messaged that took us four God. days, and you're like, "Guess what?" And I'm like, "No way!" <laughs> I didn't oh even need to say it. No. Yeah, we knew. We're like, "No, <laughs> that is crazy." Uh, that, like it was that instant. So then, fast forward to February, there she is, in this beautiful, phenomenal, amazing villa. The villa. The villa. The screenshot, and it was literally. What I explored, what I discovered a couple of days ago when I saw this screenshot, it was the exact, the exact, there's like 50 villas on this island. The exact villa is the <laughs> one that I was in. That's fucking crazy. Absolutely wild. For free also, <laughs> by the way, side note this, free, all expenses paid for the week. So Fuck yes. That is like nuts. Absolutely <laughs> wild. Thank you, God. And then if we then fast forward a week later, I then get a phone call um, from an ex-colleague asking what I'm doing and if I want to work with her and that's in her travel business where she represents that resort. So I now work for that <laughs> resort that is in the Maldives. insane. Whack wild. Which means I can go back whenever I would like. <laughs> Oh my like God. that is just <laughs> insane. <laughs> that is cool. So yes, that's probably the coolest <laughs> thing ever. <laughs> I feel like that tops this podcast episode. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> my drops here, guys. <laughs> this is the second coolest. <laughs> oh my god, that is love that. Oh my god, that's insane. Yes. Anything is possible. Anything is possible. Anything is possible. Anything is possible. And it, like, it's like I did not. There was no attachment. There was no attachment. I didn't see that unfolding. I don't even remember that screenshot. And when I said to the girls at the manifestation <laughs> workshop, I'm going uh, to the Maldives, that was even like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I didn't know when. Mm. Clearly didn't have the money at the point. But it's also, yeah, really cool to detach from how abundance comes through. Yeah, mm. yeah because we, we do tend to put limits like, 
this is this is the these are the ways that we know of receiving so we struggle to see that there are other ways to we've receive. literally spoken about we're, this just yeah, before we're, we're literally having this conversation we're like are we restricting ourselves yes yes we, we are because <laughs> Danielle and I have been gunning for a lotto win this year <laughs> yeah. all year and now we just realize hey by saying that we're going to win the lotto we're actually Limiting Limiting ourselves. the way that we can receive that massive yeah. bulk of cash that we want. Yeah. So the cashola that is coming our way is... Could be from the lotto. Yeah, and I mean, it, it could well be it from... Could be. <laughs> it could be. Mind you, we don't even buy tickets. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're fucking delusional. <laughs> but we're going to come through the lotto, but we don't buy the ticket. But someone else could buy us a ticket. Okay, look, they're... they're a multitude of ways We're funny. <laughs> of receiving. <laughs> Classic. Anywho. Anyway, that's amazing. I love that story. I love that story. <laughs> it's such a vibe. So guys, oh. just take a screenshot of whatever you want. And attach. that's my tip one. And, and detach. And detach. <laughs> yeah. And then just attach. Oh my gosh. Interesting that it's on its way. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, creator. Also knowing you are the creator. Yes. True that. Yeah. Yes. That was a whole other conversation that we had today as well. Yeah. yeah love that. Caldi, this has been fun. It's been wild. It's been so, so much fun. Thank you so much for creating space for us and for being Thank here you. today. I know that this is going to be um, a well-loved ep. Mm, for sure. Thanks, yeah. guys. Always so a vibe. Always a vibe, yes. Ooh. Always a vibe. Yeah. Love it. Love that. Do we have a, a reflection question? Oh, I couldn't think of one off the top of my head. No, no, I've got one. I've got oh, one. Got oh, one. my God. Okay, let me channel Ness. Hold on. Let me get my music. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a reflection question today is what is the wildest slash wackest <laughs> thing that you have manifested in your life? Oh, I love it. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.